0: What's up, guys? What's going on out there in podcast land? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Rich Friend, the Elevated Conversation, brought to you by Tequila Avion. Um, what's good? Mark Anthony Green. What peace, up, man? Peace, peace, Matthew Tramel here. Thank y'all for joining us um, today in studio. Uh, we got some stately elders, uh, some Avion silver with some elderflower and tarragon soda. So uh, pour up, cheers up, all that good stuff. All that good stuff. What's up, man? How you feeling, bro? I'm alright. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm cold. It's, it's freezing in New York City. It's about time, but I'm good otherwise, man.
1: What does your winter coat look like, Tramel?
0: Uh, it's probably not heavy enough yet. The but like, what's I, your heaviest that, coat? The heaviest coat in closet. What is it? Uh, it's a, it's like a North Face with like, but it doesn't Brooklyn. look, but it doesn't look like a, it doesn't look like a crazy north face it's not like it looks like i don't know it's kind of it's super heavy but it's not like wide you know what i mean and it has like four front pockets uh and like yeah it's hey. good i fuck with it the hood is way too big though when i put the hood on it like comes down to like can't see right yeah it's like some grim reaper shit
1: do you do you think the new york memes are funny on the internet or like uh, the that's a good
0: question that's really funny um some of them some of them are good I, I hate, it's like, this is the most obnoxious answer you could give, but the people that are from New York that make them, they're funny like there's this one kid that is the most i know, I I know you it's do. so bad i know it's so bad but there's this one kid that i think he has to be from like like uptown like washington heights or the bronx or somewhere and he has this crazy account that's like he does these little stop motion animations with like a crying with a big headed crying emoji as like the default <laughs> face of the person and he'll just photoshop them onto like nike tech suits yeah, and yeah, like yeah, and, you yeah, know yeah. what i mean and he'll just be like oh yeah like, <laughs> like like when like when you have a substitute teacher and it's just like like just the most eccentric or engaged young New York teens right? just like confronting, like, a substitute teacher in, like, IS-230 or whatever, or, yeah. like, yeah, so he's funny. But the general, <laughs> I mean, the, they're funny. They're funny. They are funny. It's, like, it's about time people get, get their little jabs in. It's good. Always, Do you find them? Do you? Yeah, of I think all of them are hilarious, yeah. especially <laughs> the ones made from
1: non-New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. No, but when I was at Morehouse, so freshman year, yeah. I don't think I had ever really met somebody that was from Brooklyn mm-hmm. until I went to college. Mm -hmm. and everybody all and some of my closest friends from brooklyn shout out to xavier shout out to mel uh they all had north face backpacks yeah and this was back when vinnie styles was everything so they had the same like brooklyn t-shirt with the cursive yeah yeah, and prada sneakers yeah remember that like that was like a like a uniform Mm -hmm. but i respect Mm -hmm. new york is one of those cities that like Definitely, there's a uniform, and and I grew up in a place that didn't have that, so I'm kind of.
0: There was no uniform in Kansas City. There's an Atlanta uniform, definitely.
1: There's definitely, an, but not not there that was, much anymore. An it's kids I don't know Atlanta's Atlanta's weird. Like all the black hippies and shit. Like they, they I guess that is a uniform in itself of everybody's kind of right. dying the dreads green and right, shit Right, like right, right. I guess right. that makes it uniform.
0: Dying dreads is a is has gone to like a place that I did not anticipate.
1: Yeah, the, the the dread dying has gotten crazy.
0: I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, you you have they're like, trends, I don't know. It feels like a trend that's exclusively for other people that have colored dreads. <laughs> like, it's not meant to impress or offend or appeal to or even translate to anybody but the, like, colored dread community, right? Like, it's crazy. Like, like, I don't know. What I love about it is that I always associate <laughs> dreads
1: and locks with like West Indian Jamaica like I've always like I think that's fair to a mm-hmm. certain extent. Mm-hmm. I've never met a Jamaican with their dreads colored any color but blonde. I mean like the color dread I've never right, met a Jamaican right. with I guess red. You right. see some women with red dreads. Yeah, West yeah, yeah. Yeah yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um comment if you <laughs> if you follow <laughs> if you if you're in the mix right now, comment below and let us know if you have dreads like School us, cause we're interested. Yeah, the greatest dread stunt ever mm-hmm. comes by way of my my guy Jaden Smith, who put four Cartier love rings as like dread holders. Oh, like used used them yeah, as barrettes. I, feel like I remember
0: seeing that. Yeah, it's
1: like a twelve thousand dollar barrette.
0: That's good for him. That's I just great I thought it him. was super wavy. That I, don't,
1: is, I was like, like, yeah, that's
0: cool. Hell yeah,
1: that's cooler. I'd rather them be there than on your fingers because that's cool. It's just cool.
0: Yeah, no, 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 without question. What can you say? I'm impressed. You I'm know? consistently impressed by the Smith children. Me too. It's hard to not be.
1: You know what? When they were, everybody was. Uh, remember when they were getting a divorce? You remember when that rumor happened and everybody was like, Mm-mm. "Love's not real." Oh yeah, that happened on on the on the really on the internets.
0: But it was like, no, they were like, actually we're not.
1: Yeah, they were like, when I get a divorce, y'all yeah. are tripping. Yeah, no. We're I the Smiths. That. What are you talking about? It'll yeah. never happen.
0: That seems like a very strong bond. <laughs> do you do you believe the swingers? Uh um, they have an open I eaters? would I would I would be I, I would allow myself to be convinced of that. You would allow yourself to be convinced they, of that. They they are like, yeah, they're like they do enough other weird stuff. Right. Just that that's not That's off not the that table, crazy. you know what let I mean? Me ask you a, let me ask you a better question. I don't think I want to answer this one. Would
1: you ever... I don't think I don't think. I <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you a better question. Now, fuck it. Because we're here today. Today, I guarantee y'all oh one thing. Oh, my God. This is going to be a hell of a podcast today. Oh I guarantee man. y'all that. Always. I'm feeling good. Always. Would you ever be in an open no. marriage? No. God, no. Would you ever be in an open relationship? Oh no. God,
0: Jesus Never. Christ. Never. No. <laughs> <laughs> no you're take Mark Anthony Green, would you... Uh, Find yourself in an open relationship or an open marriage.
1: No, and okay. let me tell you why. Okay. Okay. Because I'm emotional. Yeah. Okay. I know that I'm a sensitive person. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> but I have seen you. I seen the way you dress. You're not that sensitive. Okay, what I'm saying. Wow. All right.
0: You got. You got, you got North Face coats. <laughs> that guy dresses like a swinger over there. Look at that. <laughs> if I've ever seen a swinger, it's that guy I'm just crossing saying the street You're not a Drake right right fan. Now. You're oh, not a Drake man. fan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You can't, um, listen, you can't judge people by their appearance, Mark Anthony Green. I know, you know what I mean? That's I know, I'm just joking. You can't do that, man.
1: I know you have a big heart, (laughs) Tremel. I know you're a softy.
0: Yo, random, do you have a smart TV or do your TV do other things besides television? No, no,
1: it is the the cheapest thing I've purchased in my apartment. Really, television. I don't care about television, really. No, not at all.
0: So, no, I asked this because like I set this up for my dad like at his house like and put netflix hbo like yeah, youtube all that shit up. on it um and <laughs> i feel like part of me is just like i'm just like i should not have done that like if he didn't already like if he weren't already just like a like stoic just like on the couch retired like west indian man like, like now, like, it's, now it's i over. feel like such an enabler like having just left that in his hands like here like yeah go for it go nuts just figure it out his first course his first question when he was looking through youtube he's like who's dj khalid Oh, like wow. who is that and I was like wow. yeah just get comfortable like it's over like, it's <laughs> like over. spend some time like yeah man he's gonna hit you with all
1: the old like YouTube viral videos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's gonna be like yo did you like, see this clip hit. there's yeah. this kid he, <laughs> he bites his other kid's finger yeah this panda yo was crazy like he's gonna be just for seven years behind yeah yeah he's gonna be like yo you seen this Harlem Shake thing it's yeah. sweeping the nation right
0: exactly <laughs> like both times over like yeah <laughs> damn I don't know what's your pop's name Andrew Burns Montague.
1: Andrew Burns Montague. Yeah, some Montague. real, yeah, yeah,
0: some real old real European. Like yeah, ankle. real with it. Yeah, that <laughs> mean it's like a, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some that's why He's, my middle name is Andrew.
1: Take yeah. it, I didn't know that was your middle name.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is.
1: Wow. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Matthew mm-hmm. Andrew Tremell. Hmm. Young Matt. Yeah. Matt with the initial, Wow, that's deep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Wow, your dad's deep.
2: <laughs> no, they got they
1: got ill with it. I'm I'm being yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. Did you watch the AMAs?
0: I saw I only saw like parts of it. I saw yeah. I sought out Tiana's appearance. What you It what, was pretty hilarious.
1: Well I didn't I missed it. She was like
0: that. she came out and like uh kinda like tripped over her dress a little bit but recovered and then uh like didn't have her contacts in and couldn't read the teleprompter. It was Ooh. just, like, very, just, like, transparent about the fact that, like, guys, like, I don't have my contacts in, so... Like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, but, like, yeah, like, the award goes to... She's she's special, man. She's... I'm a, I'm a fan of hers. You are? Yeah. I, she's just, like, got a good vibe, I feel like. I don't know.
1: Respect. A crazy Tiana Taylor take that I had with some friends. Like, okay. somebody had a, just this crazy take. Yeah. Which is... um. There's a little bit of fact to it, so like ab implants are starting to become a real thing, that women are getting, and so my friend is like, she's like, "Yo, ab implants are about to become the new, ass and in injections, whatever, whatever." Wait,
0: but abs aren't like fat, is that or yeah. like what? Like what? How do you implant a muscle? Well,
1: technically, yeah. I mean, I think what they would implant is they would. It'd be like uh, it's not. It's like um, I forgot the name of it. It's not silicon. It's that other thing. It's, a, it's, wow. a, it's like a liquid. But they would do it wow. in a way where they would inject, I guess, whatever the I don't know, make you look like you you had some. And abs. people,
0: you can pay to get that done.
1: Yeah, and Which it's happened crazy.
0: already. That's what. And then your stomach is just never relaxed.
1: I mean, you just yeah. I I don't even know if you could flex it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But it was just like oh, like this is going to be the new body type. Like Damn. Tiana created the new. She's the new Kim K, basically. And I, I feel was, like it like, would be wow, harder
0: this. to do sit-ups with ab implant.
1: I think it'd be harder to do a lot of things, like laugh.
2: <laughs>
0: right, right. Right? Like Eat. laugh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Or like if you, if you like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand the science behind it. Damn. But I want to say to all the women at home, y'all are beautiful the way y'all are, man. I mean. And I don't have to do that shit. Or if you want to, do it. I don't give a fuck. But <laughs> at the end of the day, like, if that shit is unsafe, uh, unhealthy, don't do it. Is it, though? I have no idea. I've never gotten ab implants.
0: That's so, wow. I'm blown away by the fact that that even exists. Can you get four versus six? I mean, if I were
1: paying for it, I'd get 10. <laughs> I would go
0: ham. Can men get ab implants? I guess that's I don't, the...
1: I, that, the problem is in this country is that men, we always get invited. We can always do whatever <laughs> we want to do.
0: You never have like to ask be, that question. Right? No, that's true. You I feel like mean? that would be a much more, I don't know, like, that. there's like a huge market for that. There's a huge demand for that among our gender. I, yo, if I it's not being communicated to them,
1: we we um at GQ we did this profile on this dude and he had gotten like all these implants, mm-hmm. um and he got like calf implants, like to make his calves look more muscular. Right. And I thought that was the funniest. No one thought it was funny. I guess it wasn't <laughs> new to anyone else. I laughed for like forty minutes and ideas me. I was like, I don't even know why yeah. the fuck would you care about how your calves? look? How could look? you
0: have an ideal calf in your mind? Like if I just had another inch on these. But God also, I have,
1: and and it's not even like on some like oh like heterosexuality. Like I'm not. It's not even that at all. I have literally never noticed. A woman, I don't, I don't know, like I never it's like looked at a strange body part. It's a man. strange body part yeah, to right. spend thousands of dollars, right, 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 to to, right. to be that insecure about, like, right, right. Maybe I have terrible like calves, but I feel like the difference between terrible calves and perfect calves is not that much. What I, you always, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, like I don't know, but right. he spent a lot of money on it. Shout out to that dude.
0: <laughs> One thing that I always thought of with like, I don't know, that kind of uh. It's cosmetic, right? Basically, right? Yes. I feel like uh, if, like, the fact that we think about, like, steroids and, like, cosmetic surgery differently is, like, weird to me. Because so? it's, like, body, both of them are, like, body modifications that you can invest in that can have a direct result on your ability to earn, <sighs> right? But, like, one of them is, like, obviously shit today. I told y'all we came here to play. (laughs) Right? Say it again. Say that again. Say that
1: again. Say it again one more time. No, no, no. no, But it's not crazy, right? Say say that that line one more time. Basically, it's like
0: they're both like it's like you pay to change your body to earn more money. Hypothetically, you can do that with both of those things, right? Right. But one of them is like an injection that makes you stronger, gives you more testosterone or however that works. Right. And then one of them is like a purely visual thing. But like so it's looked at as different it's like not an affront to like any institution it's just like it's a, a self thing it's like right. a self-improvement thing but what? there's like still like if you're you know what i mean like this if you're fucked up even a ma- even if you're if you're a male model right, right? and right. you get like cosmetic surgery to make yourself more attractive and then you earn 10 percent more the next year isn't that not some kind of like disruption of like what modeling which is supposed to just reward a pair you know what i mean like is this, isn't that not like gaming it in some way in the same kind of way i will say this
1: it's technically not illegal it's it's right a, it's a farm- right so, right but what but, but to your point it is regulated by sporting like you know um associations so the nba says you wait can't what do is this. what is um steroids
0: Oh, okay. Right? Right. So, like, Lance Armstrong, the the
1: whole world came crashing down on him because no one knows the name of the Biking Association. I'm sure some of y'all do. Fuck y'all if y'all do. I (laughs) I don't want you in my mentions. Leave me alone. But, like, the Biking Association, they... So, to what you're saying, you would need, like... Instagram to regulate it. Right. <laughs> and like right. and you would need like right. one o Right. Like Richie no, Kiva oh, would yeah. regulate yeah.
0: it. You would need like All Star Weekend. Like, I don't know. Is there there has to be I would imagine there's some sort of modeling like you like some sort of unifying whatever. I mean this there's is great eight. because today we're gonna we have someone who's uh very sort of integral and like has a huge role in the NBA and like that'll be cool to to talk yeah. about but maybe we won't talk about this exactly but I don't, think I don't know should, like she would leave yeah yeah I know right but you get what I mean it's like I don't like it seems like there's the difference in there is like a difference between uh how we weigh athletic ability versus like appearance or whatever I guess you know and it's like something in there isn't consistent cuz at its root it's like the same thing right yes if you got ab implants then that's kind of you're kind of in the same ter- I don't know no, listen,
1: I, 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 f- I hear you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I
0: fuck and I
2: fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: that uh, this is definitely a Tremel, a no, Tremelism, I mean... but I'm very on board. <laughs> I'm on board. It's like, I,
0: yeah, I you, don't know. I can't even remember what this was like. I can't even remember what made me think of this. It was so long ago. But like, you, yeah. You, I you know, know what, what
1: I'm not on board for?
0: What? And I'm going to
1: say it and I. I, I'm just I'm just gonna say the real thing that I want to say, and, and please, if I get in trouble, please do. Please do. Man, this New Balance thing is bumming me out. I'm not a Trump supporter, mm-hmm. so if you if you're upset about that fact, you've a missed every episode up until this point. But also, you know,
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> you to into that. a strange part yeah, of the yeah, internet. Yeah, if yeah, yeah, like,
1: exactly. well, I can't believe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These two young black men in New York what City.
2: The
1: hell? Um, but here's the issue. Here's the issue that I have. So it's totally fine for you to be a rich dude and support someone that is in your best, that is in your interest. Like, I, that actually makes sense to me. I'm financially. A, financially. Yeah. yeah. Like, cool. Like, that at least, that makes sense to me. It's selfish. I think you're a bad person, but like, I can get the logic of that. Uh-huh. If you say something and his comments were, and, and I and I ask you to go look them up, that breeds a thing, and I think that for the first turn, like the first year of, of Trump's turn and term and what it sounds like the, the, the title, the thing that we're going to have to push against is white nationalism, which Uh is cold word for white supremacy, but like white nationalism, right? Uh From the appointments they made to Mike Pence to all this shit. Right. And so basically the, so Matt LeBreton said a bunch of bullshit and this is all I'm saying. We cannot get Trump out of office. And he is going to do a bunch of shit that is that we can't reverse at home by we. I mean, I'm literally talking to the person listening. I'm talking to Matthew. I'm talking to you listening to me right now. But in this time where people are showing their true colors, we can absolutely respond and tell people, okay, if that's how you feel and you think that I'm less than go fuck yourself. Um, And I'm a firm believer that. Now, you make a sneaker, New Balance came back from the dead mostly because of young sneakerheads.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's an undeniable fact.
1: I so, think. we're talking about minorities.
0: But they probably also sell just hundreds of millions and millions of the most regular, most basic, basic shit. Like, you know what I mean? They're, Fair. Yeah, you know. Fair. But Fair. what you're talking what about I'm is saying, absolutely true.
1: They get millions of millions of dollars. From young brown people every mm-hmm. single year. Yeah. And I think that
0: that should stop. Yeah.
1: I think that that should what's,
0: stop. What's the, like, what's a runner that's as good? I was Man, like, Theodora's a pretty dope
1: deodoras go like, to go to go to go to nike go to a6 yeah A6's go to cool man team. listen hit, tweet me if you need <laughs> yeah. a runner and you and you're stuck between yeah. new balance and you need a, a, a some advice yeah hit me yeah i'm coming right back tweeting right at you yeah <laughs> however yeah. i can help if i get discount codes holler at me
0: hell yeah somebody holler at me yeah do you see people uh protesting starbucks by like buying starbucks cups and and putting uh like trump name trump's name on (laughs) them that was pretty good i thought that was pretty solid
1: i thought that was amazing except for the fact that it was and again you know it was the widest protest in history (laughs) like like that if there ever was a wider way to protest it's through starbucks cups uh (laughs) Like that, I thought it was almost like a a Chappelle skit. It was like, yo, we're going to go and we're going to show them who's boss to the Starbucks we go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sorry, y'all. You need. I mean, you still need your morning coffee, whether it's love or hating your heart. You still got to. You still
1: got to get through it. You know? Yeah.
0: (laughs) You still got to. You know what I mean? A venti grande. I'm just saying Angela Davis
1: wasn't writing on nobody's Starbucks coffee to get it done. That's all the fuck I'm saying. Right, right. I'm not saying anything other than. She definitely
0: brewed her own coffee without question.
1: Stokely Carmichael was not, yo, let me get this macchiato. I'm (laughs) going to show them what's really going on. That never happened. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Shout I got out a to I my got revolutionaries.
0: A, yeah, I got a democracy to topple, and I'm gonna need a right. double. Right, I'm exactly. Gonna, yeah,
1: venti, my G. Right. Like, that never happened. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever.
0: No, I mean I don't. I shrug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty crazy. I don't it's know. Weird
1: time we're living in.
0: Man. Yeah, it reminds me of all those crazy old uh, conspiracy theories about like brands, like about Tommy and about uh, like po- like like troops. Yeah, you remember troops? And they yeah, used to say yeah. that like the Klan made them. And then, like, everyone switched to pumas because it, it had, like, a panther on it. Right. Like, we, there's, like, just weird people would just say you know, stuff, you know? None of those Obviously, are ever this true, is, right? Yeah. I don't, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that, you had no way to fucking even figure it out at that time or know or not know, you know? It's like your cousin told you. Right. Like, oh, psst, you know, Tommy. Like, you know. That's actually a good idea. You know for, what I mean? And it's, like, so crazy because, right. like, you couldn't prove it, but you couldn't disprove it. And once that gets out there, it's already, you can't un-put-it-in-the-world. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I
1: definitely have seen Tommy Hilfiger say that he felt terrible about being branded something, and he didn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, I didn't I didn't say right, anything. Right, right, anything. right. Exactly,
0: right. <laughs> you know? Right. Which is,
1: uh, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Whoever was the first person, I was like, ah, I'm
0: going to call Tommy Hilfiger <laughs> racist. <laughs> like,
1: you're rude as fuck.
0: Yeah. That's whack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, I mean, you have, you know, brands, like... Brands are like political in that way, for better or worse. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like well, it's that's just, what you you like choose to communicate something when you put something on.
1: I just think that our dollar, and when I say our, I mean good people. Yeah, our dollar means something. And or you could, it, like, dollar, you
0: could do it like you uh, could do it like. Well, I guess not really with sneakers. I don't know, but yeah, no. Actually, actually, definitely, you could do it like with fur, and just buy it like buy resales, and so they don't see any of that money. Right. What were you up to this weekend? What you get into?
1: Man, you know what I um I released this uh this video that I made um oh shit it's like an art film, so to speak uh for Art Basel, Sick. Um Yeah, so go what check check that thing out. It is um man, this is the first time I've talked about it publicly. This is cool.
0: Nice. Hell yeah.
1: The exclusive. Hell yeah. I gave, I gave myself an exclusive. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's
1: ignorant. Hell yeah. Um, so you know what it was like? Uh, I just want you to go watch it. It's called Fair Use Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that I've described it is like, have you seen The Fifth Element? I think so. So you know how like in a lot of movies, this was like in the last X-Men movie, like an alien comes to, to Earth and then it touches a computer? And then it downloads everything right, that has happened. Right, right, right. Um, it's basically like a thirty-minute download of uh, Black culture.
0: Okay, Word. And
1: it's uh, I, I like to believe. How much did like,
0: you have to watch to get thirty minutes?
1: I started. I started in April. I started oh, wow. I
0: started grabbing clips in April.
1: Right. Like I would spend hours, hours a week. Like, that's nuts. Going through, going through clips, and there's obviously people that you. You have to include, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, how do I find the clip of, like, Jay-Z's in it. Mm-hmm. But I have a clip of Jay-Z on the phone with Leroy Cohen that, like, no one's seen. Word. Oh, okay. And yeah, it's yeah, super yeah, yeah. indicative of, like, yeah. maybe my favorite thing about Jay. Mm-hmm.
3: You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. also
1: speaks to a bigger thing about us. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah so like that 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 was really my uh my effort in it was fair use
0: i would assume is like all the footage just like yeah all yeah. of it
1: is taken from a yeah from a thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it's also it, there's you know it's entendres uh-huh there's entendres there bro it's uh-huh. like seven of them that's sick. so you know
0: so it's Come like holler at me. it's like this. It'll be displayed or like yeah. So just watch it online. Or...
1: Yeah. So Tramel and I were going to Art Basel. I got an exhibition there, but we're going to be doing a podcast there live and live and direct mm-hmm. um, for the people. Tramel's going to work on his tan.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to see these Miami outfits. <laughs> Get some admin plans before we head. Yeah, on. exactly. Yeah. You know, Tramel's
1: showing up in a white linen yeah. suit. Oh man, the Come powder on. pink. Come on, three piece. Come on. You already know he's coming up. Easy, calm. calm easy, calm. too easy. Calm. You know? Um. Yeah, so it's going to be at the exhibition the exhibition is at the W Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um the artist in residence there which is really cool and um got our uh, like an entire bungalow. Um but right now I, I just wanted to like put it out cuz it's a it's a generational thing. It's very uh, of the internet. So yeah. like it's on the internet right now. Hell yeah. So go watch that troll it. Tell me you hate it. Tell me you love it. What's your, Tell what's, me it changed your life, you know? Tell me, like, you decided to just keep moving forward because of this thing I made.
0: What's the wildest <laughs> thing that you found, like, researching? Like, looking Yo, for shit? oh, m- dog, this is why you do what you do. The craziest, sh- I
1: found the fucking craziest clip. It's clearly not in it. Yeah. Yo, holy shit. Do you remember um, Aunt Fee? She was this black aunt. And she would cook, and she was mad funny. She would she would like on television. No, nah, it was like on YouTube. Like Mm-mm. it was you could tell, like it was like her nephew making it. No, it was, she was this super hood aunt, right? And okay. she was like an internet sensation for like two weeks. She yeah. made it to Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. So she would take like frozen chicken, throw it in the sink. Yeah. And then she like swathed it around the sink with a bunch of weird spices and shit. But she was just mad funny. <laughs> yeah, and she was cussing yeah, yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Super hood, right? <laughs> I found this clip of her with Frank Ocean. Wow. Like the weirdest. And if you know who Afi is you're dying laughing right now. <laughs> but like Frank is over at her house and she's trying to get him to sing happy birthday to her. That's oh my god. And it had it, it had like 8000 click like nothing. That's nuts. And it's just him and she's sitting on his lap trying to get him to sing her happy birthday and he's like I don't want to sing you happy birthday. <laughs> it's the, it's the it was the it was such a crazy thing and you got to like you got to know
0: who Afi yeah, yeah, like, is to the like the get, get they the full even cross magic. Paths. Never how did she find him? It was amazing. Maybe with a, I think it a, might complete. She, she might be his aunt.
1: <laughs> it looked like very familiar like
0: like, that's, oh, like that would be the illest plot twist in the Frank Ocean saga if his aunt was making like semi viral cooking videos online the whole time.
1: I really think that's I I there's no way that she's not he's not a friend of the family or family. Yeah. There's no way he ends up on that couch
0: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: he was looking at her like he's looked at her his whole life like right, my aunt is right, on the spectrum
0: right exactly yeah holy shit that is strong how did I'm oh, it was clip. just too much you were just like no, this is it like,
1: had nothing to do with anything yeah but it made me laugh at four in the morning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. do you have like a do you have like a read on uh Miami as a city yeah, I haven't spent a bunch of time there oh man
1: yeah i I do Miami is um I fuck with Miami for i um, every stereotype is true Okay. Every stereotype is absolutely true. Um, <laughs> it is. It's absolutely true. But here's, the, here's, a, here's a couple of reasons stop. why I love Miami. One, it it is weirdly diverse mm-hmm. because there are so many brown people. Mm-hmm. And then you clearly have, you know, you have a lot of black folks. You have a lot of white folks. But, like, it's, a, it's you find yourself, you look around, and you'd be like, you know what? This is a diverse room. And I think diversity always helps the situation. Um, the weather's is, I like the weather there. The mm-hmm. women are beautiful. The food is good. Um, there's some amazing art in Miami. Really? Wynwood is dope. Oh, you word. can go see good art at Art Basel, obviously, but you could go see dope art 24/7.
0: That's cool. It's very I feel like yeah, I feel like people don't know that. that about the city, or it's like at least. It had. It's like that's like an oddity that there's like this big art you, festival there. Yeah,
1: you, you could clearly go and like turn up and wake up every day at two p.m. and like Not do that do, whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, it's a it's a dope. It's a very very dope city. They have the design district has some of the greatest furniture. Like I'm a furniture nerd, so uh-huh. there's like certain designers that like they only. They don't even sell their shit in America. Oh wow! It goes through the the design fair that's only in Miami. Yeah. Or they only are at select retailers, and like three of those are in only Miami in the yeah. design district. You know, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So it's a dope. It's a dope place. You know. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna fuck with it.
0: Yeah, that's inc- yeah. I don't know. I haven't like. I, don't, I only know... Pitbull is your favorite rapper, people, right? Didn't yeah, I read that on um, your Twitter bio? Yeah, decades, lifelong, you know? But he's so much bigger than Miami, you know? He's just worldwide, you know? So it's like... <laughs> you know, so you can't even... You know, you can't just I almost pin the whole city on him like that, you know? He's so much... You know, he's international. I almost started singing a Daddy Yankee song it could have been. I almost started singing
1: <laughs> yeah. Gasolina. I was like, that's actually that's not Pitbull. Yeah, that's, that's not Pipple at all.
0: Um, yeah, man. Shout out to Daddy Yankee. Always certified hood legend. Legend? Yeah. You um
1: (laughs) (laughs) You, You texted me about this about this lady stripping on a train?
0: Yo! Oh yeah! Tell yo. me, tell me. Apparently, I, there was like um. Sometimes, okay, just this, so people like, know,
1: sometimes Tramel. Sometimes we com- sometimes
0: we communicate outside the show. I wait, know wait, it's, it's wait. hard to believe, but <laughs> sometimes we actually speak. No, 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 no. He nah, texts me
1: about dope shit, and I'm like, "Yo, yo, this lady." Just save it for the podcast. This
0: lady got on the F train or some train. Uh, Iskra Lawrence. She's like a like a. Uh, plus size model I don't know if that's like the right terminology at this point but she was like you know making a statement she was making a statement I know right she was making a statement about um body shaming and Uh gave like a you know a speech uh just like in the train car and someone filmed it about body shaming and as she was talking she like took her dress off and was in her underwear while she was addressing the train car and a lot of people were like oh yeah that's like that's, that's amazing. Cool. The message was really good, and then some people were like, "You could have gave the speech without stripping, and probably still would have had the same effect." But I don't know if that's true. That's just not true. Just, and you know, it's not. But I, mean, I was you just could, like, wow. You could think what she did was corny. You could
1: disagree with her. You should. You could think people should be shamed for their bodies, but you can't, like, logically say that we would be talking about it here on the greatest podcast in podcast podcastum. Mm-hmm. Shout out well, to Tequila she's all right.
0: Yeah, she's alright, but
1: if she didn't get naked on the train. Like, that's why we're talking about it. Well. That's why we're talking about it. People get up in the train and say real shit all the time. <laughs> that no one talks about. <laughs> that no one talks about. But she got naked, so we're talking if about it. If you were it. selling that's Jolly Ranchers
0: tight. on the train and got down your underwear, would you sell more Jolly Ranchers?
1: You probably would not sell more Jolly Ranchers, but more people would talk about you selling Jolly Ranchers.
0: Right. Than a would normal know. Jolly
1: Rancher salesman.
0: Yeah. You know, like, taking in this sort of, like, visual element to the, like intangible idea of what she's talking about like there's like body shaming or different body types or there's that as like an abstract that you can talk about but then there's like hey this is me right now there's nothing wrong with how i look you know which is like i guess the point that's like what pushes the point over the edge for her you know like that's what makes the difference
1: i think that body shaming obviously if you're new york or la this might not sound you might disagree with this but obviously because y'all didn't think trump was gonna win y'all are wrong <laughs> there are other people body shaming is a yeah. very new concept mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. is a brand new concept uh, as far as concepts go mm-hmm. bringing awareness to something that's new is like half the battle yeah and i think that that
0: yeah you yeah know, or just finding new ways to say the same things We're finding different ways to say the same things. That's really true. I don't know. Yeah. It's also interesting that I feel like this, you know, obviously we're engaged in a hugely sort of passionate political conflict and debate and social conflict and debate right now in America. But I feel, but it's like definitely like going on everywhere, which I feel like, like in London, like in fucking just cities everywhere and countries everywhere. I saw this this thing in, um, out of South Korea, where they have their, their own, like, message board-fueled identity, like, war going on as with gender, with, like, feminism. So there are, like, feminist message boards where women are, like, anonymously sort of talking about, like, feminism and women's rights in ways that, like, that's just never been, not even not allowed, but just, like, hasn't been precedent for in, like, South Korean culture or whatever. And, like, it's, like, the same—not the same— in content or obviously in whatever like in legitimacy but just like format is like the same shit as like the fucking weird shitty message boards here that just got this dude elected you know what i mean like people talking about them in a way like oh my god like i can't believe that there's like these people are doing this in this format that we don't really understand and that it's like going on and like um which is just like you know it's just crazy that like globally people have this sense of like okay, I know that you're supposed to just, like, wake up and, like, keep going on. Like, today's just another day, but it's, like, this... The way that we're doing this stuff is not all right. You know? Like, how... Yeah. I, that, like, blew me away to see, you know? Yeah.
1: I th- it's an interesting time for feminism, too. Mm-hmm. Here.
0: Yeah, without because question.
1: Because I feel like the same thing. So when Barack Obama became the 44th president of the United States,
2: mm-hmm.
1: people looked at it the wrong way. What that did, it didn't... It didn't cure racism. It just showed you how far along we were. Like, you were going to see... People were going to show their true selves. Mm -hmm. So you were going to get to see how much work you really have to do. Mm -hmm. And I think in this election, Hillary losing and this guy winning, Mm -hmm. being this guy and Mm -hmm. the shit that he has said about women and the amount of women who didn't vote for Hillary Mm -hmm. showed feminist exactly how much work they still have left to do. Right. That's, right. That to me is like that's the marker. In, yeah. In the same way that I don't feel like it's it's more discouraging as a black man uh-huh. when I when I hear about whatever white supremacist like whatever when you hear about that because you're like oh shit they're like almost an entire state that still thinks this way or whatever. You yeah. Know? Um, I do think that Feminists probably feel the same way, and I—I right. I mean, I—the definition of feminist is uh,
0: it's also it's interesting because yeah, yeah, because I—I I, yeah. I
1: would probably, I think both you and I are feminists but like yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's all—that's all semantics, but it's like when you get down to it, I mean, it's also so crazy that like we didn't really not we and whatever, yeah, like not we and whatever, but like we didn't have like an a hypothetical problematic we didn't have a candidate really to lose and graft our own identity onto. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I have tons of, like, so many, like, close friends that, you know, like, that are young women that, like, had, you know, who's them and, like, their, like, moms and aunts and sisters and daughters, like, had, like, a very personal kind of, like, that's like yeah. us, you yeah. know, that like just like people were just like, no, thank you. You know, right. so it's like it's really it's 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 bugged to see, you know, you have to see yourself in these like sort of like avatars that we have for like who we can be. But then you also have to know that like in other places, those avatars are like different. And so it's like you can never really put it all on like that other person that's up there.
1: Every time we uh we let this current state of politics <laughs> bring us to a sad place I'm gonna bring us to a happy place and that place is just it's, so you know it's before so tempting we, I know before our guest comes in mm-hmm. uh Target has a sale three boxes of Cinnamon Toast Crunch for the price of one <sighs> swing by it's literally the only thing I can offer you people right now
0: damn that's solid
1: swing by knock that shit out that
0: is really good that's
1: all I got for hell you hell yeah and we have a dope guest
0: yeah Yo, Mark Anthony. What's up? Yo, you know what the best is, man. Tell me. It's like, it's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's close to the best.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why do these make me laugh every time? What's the best, Travelle? Talk to us.
0: Yo, radio is the best, man. Nah, bro. It's the best, man. The radio is yo, not the best. Yo, it's still there. It's still there, yo. Like, the My Idol app and Joe Biden, like, it's still there right now. Like, it still counts. And it's silly to just ignore it. But that doesn't mean it's easy to, or intuitive to pick up. I'll give you that. I have a little alarm clock radio with little AM, FM capabilities. <laughs> and I listen to WKCR in the mornings, 89.9. They play like the dopest, just two hour long, like Charlie Parker program. It gets your head straight, it gets you really, really good for the day. Um, and the other day while I was on, I just like scanned around to see like what other people were doing on the radio, like in 2016. There was this crazy, like Caribbean Christian talk show where, like, people were calling in from, like, all these different islands or whatever. There was, like, this really sort of, like, impassioned, like, one-man show about the protests that were going on in Standing Rock, which I'd heard about but hadn't really heard about from the people that were there. Sometimes, like, you know, I'll just throw on, like, WZBC or WMYU because I used to do college radio, like, just to hear what, like, kids are playing between exams, which I'm happy to report they still talk about a lot. And I spent some time in London earlier this year, and there are a few stations that I heard of that, like, I still keep up with. Like, Drive Time with Amanda Star on the Beat 103.6 is as consistent as it is hilarious. Like, I give that a heavy endorsement. The radio is still random and distant and scratchy and man-made, and it feels more one-to-one now than its design suggests. Among the crazy things the guy with the floating stage said the other night was the declaration, fuck radio, because they don't play Frank Ocean and Chance the Rapper, which is valid. Radio still holds the keys to crossover in some weird ways, and the big stations seem more concerned with hoarding that influence than broadening their repertoires. But all we can do is vote with our attention and not forget the options that we have to separate signal from noise, and radio's still pretty good for that. In fact, it's pretty close. It's close to the best.
1: I can't tell you the last time I listened to the
0: radio. I'm just saying, man. Try it out. Just <laughs> see what's going on. There's still people talking in the mics all the time. You know? It's crazy. Yo, you know but, yeah. what the worst is, though? What's the worst? Google.
1: And I guess Yahoo is the worst, too. And, uh, you know, I guess if you're one of those weird-as-fuck people who still use Bing, Bing is the worst, too. Search engines in general are the worst. I totally see their utility. (laughs) You know, like, uh, you want to know what the capital of Wisconsin is? Type it in. You want to know the ethnicity of Kim Kardashian's second husband? Or if Bruno Mars is taller than four feet? The answer's right there waiting on you. But the democratization of facts and truth is ruining one of our greatest delights as humans. Stories. Storytelling is under attack, and for some reason, people seem to be completely fine with that. My godfather, Richard Gaines, is a hilarious time traveler of sorts. He's wealthy, but I have no idea how he made his money. He's traveled the world and has had as many jobs as he has gray hairs, all more interesting and outrageous than the next. He's like, now, did I ever tell you guys about the time I was in a 70s soul band? And he's all like, did I ever tell you about the time I saw Mike Tyson punch a horse? These are like real stories that my Godfather has told us. He's better than the world's most interesting man. He's our most interesting man. And The last time I saw Godfather Rich, he was telling us a story about a mythical fish that cures the flu or some shit like that, right? It had all the properties of a classic Godfather Rich story. But this time, my sister pulled out her cell phone and Googled the fish. And it didn't quite do any of the things Godfather Rich claimed to do, <laughs> right? This story was completely ruined. And that... That's the worst because we have a trillion facts in the world and a trillion search engines and resources, but there's only one Richard Gaines. And I'd rather live in his world, if even for a moment, than in my sister's phone. And that's why search engines are the worst.
0: Yeah, I'll bite. Yeah, they're pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. That's why we don't allow them on this podcast. Exactly. Definitely. You you already know. Stories are more fun than facts. Today, we are joined by uh, Krissa Chen. Who's uh, the, let me make sure I wait, get this that, right.
1: Wait, was that, wait, hold on. Did he pronounce it He right? did. He did. Oh, right. You okay. made okay. that face, and I was like. Okay, yeah,
0: nailed it. <laughs> I, yeah, was it. I was waiting. I was
3: waiting. Not everybody gets it right.
0: <laughs> right. And so you are the uh, EVP of strategy and development for the NBA Players Association.
3: Right. We say National Basketball Players Association.
0: Okay, National Basketball Players Association. Yep. And so that sounds like a pretty awesome job. But I'm not sure exactly what it entails.
3: Okay. So you want me to tell you? Yeah, wow. that would be cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right, good deal. Yeah.
3: So, um, first let me just start with this is my 26 year in basketball. Wow. And so just to kind of give you a little bit of history so you better understand it. Mm. Um, I spent 17 and a half years at the NBA and um, and then transitioned into this job. Um at the National Basketball Players Association. So if I was going all the way back to the beginning, my career actually started at the Players Union, which is where I am now. Right. I was there for three years, then I consulted for Nike, and then I went to the league for 17 and a half years. And then wow. as the union was rebuilding and restructuring, when they had new leadership, they asked if I would come over and help rebuild and restructure, and that request came from the players. So, wow. So uh, I... You know, you can't turn down people like Chris Paul and yeah. and and that whole executive committee, Andrea Godala and others, that were pulling everything together and we're going through the process. So uh, our executive director is Michelle Roberts, first woman to ever run yeah. a union. She is awesome beyond compare. Yeah. And so I'm on her senior management team. And so in my role, I'm there to help make sure that um, that we're, we're rebuilding and restructuring in a way that's relevant to the players. Huh. And so that, that's one of my responsibilities. The other stuff I do may or may not be interesting to you, but I oversee our drug and alcohol program,
2: our uh, mm-hmm. 20
3: and under program, and uh, what we call at-risk um, programming for players who you know might need some additional support. Yeah. Um, and then we also have like a membership services group too, which I run, which is like a bespoke program. So it's you know membership; it's what you get as a member of a union.
1: Right. You know, it's funny because I feel like, first of all, um, congratulations. Yeah. Holy for shit. Yeah, dude, please. You are a badass. That's yeah. amazing. That's so um, sick. It does feel like right now. And since you've seen it um, very closely for a while, um, I'm super interested to know what you think. But it seems like right now players are the most responsible they've ever been. Like the idea of an Antoine Walker type who loses 80-something million dollars, that kind of doesn't even seem like a possibility with this group of superstar. They're not set up to do this kind of like this trap is gone which is
3: well no it's not gone it's It's definitely still there but but here's the difference it's like anything else right people evolve situations evolve players know more there's more information out there than ever before Um, we try to surround them with all of the programming and services and and resources that we possibly can Um, but at the end of the day you know we have our players are human, just like any of the rest of us, right? And they make mistakes. So right. just like business people lose money, right? right. They're defrauded. Mm-hmm. That's um, a fact. You know, I mean, in the old days, right? In the old days, you read of people when the stock market plummeted, they jumped off of buildings, you know, right. as sad as that is. But, I mean, those things happen. Our, our players are, are men who are, are, are wealthy but are not different in that way. They're yeah. just... Uh, they're in the limelight, so to speak, and so everybody sees every error that's made, every mm-hmm. every you know, every judgment that may you know may not be aligned with the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. That's seen; it's yeah. all seen. So. Um, The traps are still there. You know, people show up to present in in fabulous suits with fabulous pitches as they do everybody else. And and you can still get caught up. But what we try to do really is just to educate our guys and make sure that they're asking the right questions, that they understand what the resources are, that they know how to call um, or utilize a website like a FINRA, by example, to check out a broker i mean you're trying to to sort of accelerate accelerate i'm sorry maturity and growth right. you know what i mean because Shit. you Do don't know
0: you know I'll, I'll admit i'm gonna be the layman of the two of us uh when it comes you don't to like you know, sports. yeah I'm, you know what i mean oh, like she i did a homework. Uh, yeah right it's not <laughs> she did a homework. you probably have to dig far i was for looking that. for you but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no but that's why this is dope because to us just sort of average whatever or like you know as less informed as like many who are very informed um the mba and those kind of institutions they have like you don't necessarily you wouldn't necessarily guess that there would be these kinds of structures within An institution like that that was, like, explicitly for looking out, basically, for, like, the basic needs of, like, right, right, Right. So, it's
3: a union. So, it's a labor union. It's there to protect its membership. And some of that is done jointly with the NBA. Some of it is definitely, you know, it's done independent of. Right, right. So, but... But, and players you
0: know, can be in the union or
3: not. No, they, no, no, no. Oh no, you don't have a choice. Oh okay. Oh, no, okay, no, no, gotcha, no, 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 gotcha. There is gotcha. no choice. You you get you get drafted, you sign a contract, you're in. Yeah. You pay dues and everything.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um
3: but but you get so much. You know, right. I mean we've got an awesome legal team, we've got a financial team, a chief marketing officer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it just kind of it goes on and on and on. We've got a great player programs department that's led by a former player. I mean, we you know, we the resources are there, but you know, often when I listen, this is not an insult to you, but when I listen to people kind of, <laughs> you know, they, they talk about our, our guys and they say, oh, you know, those dudes have so much money. And how yeah, could they, trimmel. you know, mm-hmm. how could they, how mm-hmm. could they, how could they? And I always say, well, it's first
0: true. First of all, it's true. There's no but, excuse. But,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but if, you know, at 21, if you have multi million dollar contract. You know how many twenty-one-year-olds know what to do with that?
0: Literally, everything right. would be so, burned down if right. someone gave me a multimillion-dollar contract <laughs> at twenty-one. There'd be nothing yeah. left, you yeah. know, or, 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 for no good reason, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> or, or
3: just some some of the things that that occur. I mean, you know, I always I'm much older than that by twofold at least. But you know, what was I doing at twenty-one or twenty-two years old? What kind of decisions was I making? At that point and so players are no different. They're they're human beings. They just happen to be talented Is
1: is part of your job. Do you think I just pose it this way. Do you think NBA players are overpaid?
3: Absolutely not. Why? Because I think there's a few things I think one is they you know, most players have been been preparing for this um, That's a damn good argument. No, but check it out. They've been preparing for it since Let's just we'll we'll go with eighth grade if you want, you know, and that's so, too and that's right? too late So they right, it's way too late, like but third the, fourth grade, but just for the sake of, yeah. of this conversation, right? So they've been preparing for it forever now. Do you know how long the average Career of a player is the season, right? It's 4.7 years Right, right? So you have 4.7 years to do what you've prepared to do your whole life Basically, so people, when they think about our players, they think about the Michael Jordans and the Patrick Ewings of the world, and other players. You know the Ray Allens who have played several years. Think about how many guys well, you wouldn't know this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, but, I like you. I love you. No, 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 And I love you because <laughs> I were. love your I love your honesty <laughs> about it. And so, so my, my goal is I I I am going to we are going to make you into a fan. I am mm-hmm. taking mm-hmm. you to a game. You are okay. going to love you I
0: trust <laughs> you Mark Anthony nah you I trust <laughs> that's, that's how it should be you got to be
3: a fan I cool. cannot All right. take okay. it All right. so, um, we can
0: start with the Knicks but yeah. we can start yeah. with the yeah. Knicks yeah. but, um, but no, if you
1: want them to be a fan don't start with the Knicks <laughs> <laughs> right. watch on. It. Come on, it come man. on I'll go there
0: I'm
3: not afraid of you
0: either. I'm not afraid
3: of you I can fight don't let my and I fight for my guys don't let don't let this five feet scare put you off okay yes alright so we Get down! I'm okay. from east. I, I come play. Hey, Elias, let's so, shout out, shout out. So,
1: so, so that's yes. an amazing argument. So they start just to put it in like simple terms. Basically, they're being back paid for the fact that they play for free, even at the college level.
3: They that's play right.
1: uncompensated. That's right. So it'd be imagine, like imagine if you went to your job and you work for free for nine years. On that tenth year, you would expect a pretty generous check. Right. Are there any other arguments as to why they're well, not overpaid? Well, I mean overpaid? I
3: think I think that that's it, right? And it's also what the market bears. Right. Right? So the market bears that people pay because that they enjoy basketball. That, that, that was the argument yeah. 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 They, they, they they pay the market bears it. So if somebody wanted you all as, as hosts, right, right? In in your professions, right. if they wanted to pay you 4 million dollars a year.
1: Tequila Avion's close to that. <clears throat> Right? Yeah, that's close <laughs> to that.
3: So, so if give
1: they, or take a buck or two,
3: right? Give or take a buck, yeah. right? So, if they wanted to do that, just think about it. You've worked very hard to get to this point, mm-hmm. right? Or yeah. to get to a point where you could command that dollar. It's it's no different. Mm-hmm. Right. It's no different for our players. They've worked so they're hard. Experts. Well, they're they're experts. They sacrifice their bodies. They sacrifice right. their time. When our players get off the floor. Often, I mean, think about how much damage has been done right, to their bodies with the, with, with the workouts and et cetera. Right. You know, so, I mean, medical, you know, medicine has um, has obviously has come a very, very long way. And there are more and more things that are being done in their training and the quality of training and right. all of that. But still, it's still a body. You know, right.
1: it's not football, but I mean. So, well, And that's, that's my next question. I wanted to ask you, and I, and I kind of pose this to a lot of my friends at the NBA. Um, because it just seems like the NFL, just uh, where you guys really seem to have your shit together, whether that's the players association, whether that's, uh, actually working in the league and you've done both, um, the, the NFL just seems to truly lack in that. I think their perception is that their players are underrepresented under, uh, taken care of, obviously, uh, especially with, um, you know, health and concussions Um, But it also seems like their relationship with the league is extremely contentious, whereas the NBA is kind of the opposite. So the question is, if you were to get like you instantly now you work for the NFL Players Association, what would be something that you would do differently than what they're doing now?
3: Well, so there's a couple of things. I have some. I have some very good friends over at the NFLPA, and they, they work really, really hard. So I kind of want to yeah. put that out there and make sure we shout clear. out to them. Shout out to the NFLPA. <laughs> they're today. not as good as you, though. <laughs> well, you know, everybody's different, right? Yeah, <laughs> they're different. They're, they're, they're different, right? But I, but I think you know I'm big on on meeting players where they are, right? That's what I do. So yeah. I have to find out. I would want to find out exactly what those guys think they need. You know, I would assess as a professional what I right. think they need, but I'd want to find out what what they think they need and then try to meet them with the programming and support that is going to help them function because their world is very different. You know, they have a, yeah. their, their world is similar to ours in many ways, but it's also very different. So um, I think you have, you have to start there like you, you have to know who you serve. Um, and I'm not saying that they don't. I'm just saying that That's that deep. would be that would be my right. approach for my guys.
1: And I'm not trying to get you to no, t- talk about but, no, but it. But it no, it, but
3: it's true. I mean, I've been around for a very long time, right? And, and players will tell you, the one thing they can say about me is that, A, talk about keep it a buck, I keep it a buck, yeah. right? I'm not a bobblehead. I'm, yeah. not, I'm mm-hmm. not doing that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what the deal is, but I'm also, in sort of a maternal way, I'm going to try to support you, right. you know, and make sure that you have what you need. So when they step off track, I make sure that we're clear that you've stepped off track, but I'm going to try to get you back on track because I right. want you to play forever if right. you can. Right. Um, I mean,
0: I, I would have to imagine if I'm like a, like six foot something, like new to the league, like just got this crazy, and ridiculous signing, whatever, and like go out and do something wild or act wild or whatever. And like, there's like this sort of like distant authority figure that kind of cut, you know what I mean? Like I have to yeah. imagine you get met with some crazy resistance sometimes or like people are, nope. or, you know, or never nope. people nope. just, no.
3: No, because it's, it's about your approach, right? And it's yeah. about having respect. So yeah. the one thing guys will always also say is that I respect them, you know, yeah. like I don't come at you, like, Ugh. Right. but I, but what I do say is look, you made a decision, right? You chose this as your profession and mm-hmm. it chose you, mm-hmm. right? Because you're in. So now how do you stay in? You have to, you've competed all your life. So you have to win at this part of the game too, right. at the yeah. business part of it, right? So, so whatever that is, if it's attire, if it's language, if it's whatever it is, like right. we have to make sure that we can, that we can keep getting checks.
1: Mm-hmm. Who's, a, who's a player that you worked with very closely that's no longer in the league? Like Rasheed Wallace, uh, love Rasheed. You knew Iverson yeah. really well too. I,
3: I still knew. Yeah, still. I still yeah. Know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I, I yeah. love AI. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, for
0: you know, for for even even us who like did you know like he, he was, was just everything. a cult. Yeah, like literally just like, and that was one of the first that I can remember of like. Just everything that we knew and loved about like street culture and like youth culture and like all that stuff, just sort of diving straight into the right. center of like the league or whatever, and it was crazy were at you, that time. Like you were there. Were then, you on the NBA you, side? Like, you know, on like the what, player what, side what? Yeah. How did you sort of experience were,
1: that when the dress code came about?
3: I was on the NBA side.
1: Wow. So uh, does that make you like the? I mean, it kind of seems like there's like the the prosecutor and the defend the defense attorney. Is that not how I should look well, at it?
3: No, because I've, you know, the other thing that you'll, I know I keep saying the, the things that you'll hear, but players will always tell you and league executives will tell you, industry executives will always tell you that I've always been about players. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter where my check came from. Mm-hmm. That's um, cool. Mm-hmm. Because I'm I'm not strange like that you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like I'm like I'm either about it or I'm not about it so if I tell you not strange like that exactly a lot of y'all are strange uh, out here
0: you need to take some pointers right yeah
3: but if I'm if I'm for you I'm for you Mm -hmm. you know and so I've always worked with players always worked with players so Mm -hmm. no matter where the check came from I was always advocating on their behalf
0: so even just like sometimes to a fault yeah right right Right. but
3: but it but it didn't matter to me because there were times where I said, look, I'm going to advocate. And if I get fired as a result, then so be it. I'll get another gig.
1: Right. So wow. I'm not
3: worried about that.
1: What wow. is it? Why Why the players? Why did you choose that to be a side?
3: Um, I can't, I think it's because it's where I came in. You know, I came when I came into sports. I came in on the players association side. I was at the union in the beginning, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. And it's just always been about them because first of all there is no game yeah. right. without yeah. them yeah, right? right and so they, and they have to be represented and and they have to have people advocate for them that mm-hmm. are in positions of power mm-hmm. so to speak right so yeah. so i've always felt that was necessary with, with alan i mean i love and adore him he you know he Made me cry recently because he thanked me at the Hall of Fame. I saw you that, know, and that that was he
1: thanked yeah. you and Michael
3: Jackson.
0: <laughs> Good company. Which I just was yeah. like, oh, yeah. that,
1: I'm so excited for you to come on the show. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Well, I don't know, but but I, but I mean, you know, he's he, his, first of all, him and his wife are amazing. He and Tawana are amazing, right? Mm-hmm. To me, his heart is as big as the city. He's so smart. He's so talented. But people have whatever perception they have of him. I never was persuaded either way by mm-hmm. that because I, I make sure that I get to know the player. I don't let anybody tell me about a guy. I get to know that guy and say, Oh, this guy's gonna be well, this yeah, yeah, yeah. So or he's gonna be yeah. that and I'm like, oh, you know, That
0: was the whole that was the whole debate with like attire and all that was perception, yeah. right? It was like, Oh, you're like it's representing perception. something, you, blah, blah, blah. But, like, but, what, but let me tell know, you this. Like,
3: but let me tell you this about him. Yeah. He's smarter than most people you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, seriously.
3: Come on. Um, And he has, and he has, he. I mean, he remembers things. He's thoughtful. You know, I used to facilitate what we call team awareness meetings, and I would go to the meetings, and people would say, "Oh, AI is not going to stay." And I said, "I well, first of all, they get fined if they don't stay, and I doubt, I doubt that he's not going (laughs) to stay, right? But but, But not only would he stay, he would sit in the front." He would help distribute the materials that needed to be distributed, right. and he would contribute, and he would talk about things. Anything that he talked about, he made sure that he was offering what he could offer to help this his teammates, yeah. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, to, to be helpful. This is what I learned. This is what I didn't learn, you right. know what I mean? Right. And so he, he just, I don't know, he's just the best.
1: Did you think that the, the idea, the, you know, the dress code, did you think it was racist? Because that was the debate at the time.
3: Yeah, I don't know that I thought it was racist. I I think this. I think that unless you run something, you have to adjust, right? So when when the dress code Mm -hmm. first came out, one of the things I said to players, because they were like, Chris, we got the dress code. And I said, well, (laughs) you know, there there were a few reasons, right? It was because some players, you know, were kind of coming dressed, whatever we want to call accordingly, and and some weren't. Um, And I said, look, I come to work every day. I'd love to wear my Tims and sweats, but mm-hmm. I can't.
2: Right?
3: Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out to the yeah. LES. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, yeah. And, and still, at yeah. 53, I would like to wear my Tims and sweats right. to yeah. work, right? Yeah. but yeah. I can't. Right, so, right. But, but, but the deal is, is that once I decided that I was going to col- take their check from them for right. payment, right. then I had to conform to the rules. So what I tried to explain to the guys is for this four hours... Right. You have to conform to what the rules are.
1: But can I can Mm -hmm. I can I push back a little bit because I agree with everything that you said, but it doesn't answer if the origin of the law, the rule, if they created it because of Allen Iverson dressing to hood, which would be racist. It wasn't it
3: wasn't AI.
1: It wasn't AI. No. So who no. who who caused the jusco? No. Dress code?
3: Well there, there there were a couple of incidents that caused it, right? So yeah. so first of all, let's step back for a minute and look at it. Basketball is basketball. We enjoy it, we love it as yep. a sport. It's a business. Yeah. Okay, it's a business. And so, you know, in business, there are certain things that you have to do to continue to grow that business. Right? Right? And there are certain things that are that just come from not knowing, right? I show up if you work for X station, right? And I come to your house or 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 to be interviewed by you. And I've got on not X station stuff, but I got on all Y station stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Right? Then then I got to put some guide. You have to put some guidelines, yeah. Yeah. And then you have to say, Chrissy, you know what? You can be on our show, but you can't do this. Now, when you leave, you can do whatever you you want, want, right? Right.
1: Was the league and. Again, you're talking to a diehard basketball fan. Yeah. I think David Stern should have been president. Like, David Stern's one of the smartest people on the planet. Um, I agree. He's an extremely smart guy. But that still, in all fairness, it, you know, like your analogy of the Y station versus Z station. If the thing from the Y station, it's not that they were wearing an NFL shirt or a competitor shirt, they were wearing shirt that all their friends dressed like all their friends just well, like no, how they
3: but it was a little more than that right but so me, that's what I'm, that's, so, i guess what so, i'm asking
1: like what was it so
3: it was guys it was so, so guys were showing up in in jerseys from opposing teams mm-hmm. um it, you know there were things like that that pushed it far 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 over the line right right it
1: wasn't throwback it, jerseys got it.
0: That, yeah that was, I mean that's really interesting But it wasn't that's because like, yeah, it was baggy
1: yeah. It wasn't because of the chains It wasn't because of the do-rags Yeah
3: I mean some Well Do-rags Clearly were An issue <laughs> right? But
2: tell
3: me Do-rags <laughs> so clearly that, were
1: is an is issue that
2: They I remain I know that an it's issue. not
1: racial Because a white person Could wear a do-rag But isn't that cultural Isn't that a pushback Of man we don't want you We want you all to look like uh, A certain thing Because it's better for business Though I understand that Isn't that still kind of offensive?
3: It could be. I I agree with you. It Mm -hmm. could be kind of offensive, but it depends. Again, you know, there's a dress code for everything, right? Right. So if you were getting married and you told me your wedding was formal and I showed up in... My this.
0: Right, right. The go-to. The go-to. Like, yeah. like I clearly, like, I, clearly work, I clearly wedding like I <laughs> the know. uniform. New like. Yorkers. I, I tell you why, why, why I, I, I used that, that
3: example because that actually that happened one time, right? I, I was I left my I left now. my house yep. to go to the corner store in yep. my neighborhood. Yes. Yep. and somebody from work happened to be coming over a bridge saw me and said, yo, C-Chin is on the corner <laughs> in <Awesome> Tim's <laughs> and oh sweats with a hat totally on. Amazing. I mean... I- you know, so I, I, I was cleaning my house. <laughs> I was going to the store, but like I'm, I'm comfortable. But, they, like, they'd what you always, like? but they'd always seen me in a suit or Yo. in in corporate yeah. clothing. They've right. never seen in me, the so dress that's why I keep in saying dress code. Code. you're
0: very right. very professional. Right. Very, yeah. very.
3: I was I at wish work. You had
0: on the
2: <laughs> I know. Like, I
1: just wish you had on a tent <laughs> That's amazing. When when I, I, I'll come wait, back and I'll come in. Cool,
2: cool,
0: So wait. So let's back up because like how like how do you even go from like. Les to like NBA yeah. players associate like what like how did you did you know that you wanted to do work like this were you in law were oh you in no no school? no no like, this is did...
3: first of all let's be clear this is my third career
0: okay okay, okay. and I'm and I'm 53 so Stunt when button. I when when I graduated <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: when I when I uh, when I graduated from college I graduated with a degree in international relations where did you right? go to school I went to Hobart and William Smith uh-huh. College it's one of the finest institutions shout, nice. <laughs> so, shout yeah. out so shout out and and so you know I. There were a lot of things I thought I wanted to do. You know, initially I was a case manager for the city of New York. I loved that work. I worked with juvenile delinquents, mm-hmm. homeless and criminally insane population, as well as elderly. Loved, loved, loved it. Loved juvenile delinquents the, the most, like in, right. in, the, in the whole world. I, think. I mean,
0: this was a time when juvenile delinquents were really like when, around when was this?
3: in the 80s. Yeah, so I, I read, mean that's yeah, like yeah, you in know, I 80s. imagine
0: that must have been super lit. That's yeah, it, LES was, it was like a different time. It was. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was
3: um but it was I, I just learned so much from them, you know, yeah. I, and they taught me a lot. They taught me a lot about people and they taught Mm -hmm. me a lot about life and they taught me a lot about judgment Mm -hmm. so it it was great Mm -hmm. and then I transitioned into sort of this legal thing I thought you know maybe I want to go to law school Mm -hmm. got this degree in international relations and so I worked for these law firms and I I worked in what's called securities litigation and so I did that and I kind of created a a neat niche for myself and and a good reputation in that and then that got old and I got tired of that. And I knew somewhere in the middle of that, I always loved sports. I loved basketball. I loved football, not baseball as much, but but the, but the two that I named, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do that, but it was really hard then as a woman to break in and to break through. I bet. And so I got an opportunity to, you know, I was kind of knew it was time to hang up my sneakers in law. I didn't want to do that anymore. And so I got a job offer from the Pro-Am mm-hmm. and from the Players Association. And I selected the Players Association at that time, which was like the very, very early 90s. A gentleman, Charles Grantham, gave me an amazing opportunity because he said... A couple of things he said. One, I had this case management background. I had the legal background. The union was very, very small at that point. But he said he thought I'd be able to relate to players. And I said, you know, why other than the fact that I can relate to people very well? He said, because most players are raised by their mothers. Mm. And so I thought that was interesting. So Mm. I kind of used it a little bit. As a connecting point right and so you mm-hmm. know started to meet our players you know provide services help out on grievances all these different things and i was there for three years um and then i consulted for nike and then the league asked me to come and help them launch the wnba and they would then transfer me to men's basketball but they they knew me from my time at the players association that's they crazy knew,
2: right.
1: you
3: know that i Was a solid professional And so, you know, they allowed me to help launch the W And that that was great
1: How do you get the WNBA to pick up steam And to be the cultural thing When it first came out, we got next I think everyone felt so excited about it Mm -hmm. And then it does now It kind of feels like Not to criticize the NBA But it does kind of feel like They're not even that excited about it Like a thing that they feel like They kind of have to do I mean, so when, I think, when so was the I think last time we saw like a campaign for the WNBA so, so, that was cool and that that? So penetrated. there's two things. So
3: let let me let me try to defend it to the extent that I can, and I, I don't know that much about it anymore because I'm really really far, the, yeah. I'm really far removed from it. Um, I support it because I, you know, I think it's an amazing opportunity for for women as professionals to play in their own country, and as do and, I. And, and it's something for young girls to aspire to. So I mean, I, I do think it's amazing. What it does have. Now it's got some new leadership. So Lisa Borders yep. is is the new um, president of the W. She comes from Coca-Cola. I've met her. She's amazing, dynamic. There was a huge selection process that went on, and she's got some some different ideas, some new ideas. Yeah. Um, on the Players Association side of it, on the W, uh, we recently or they recently hired. I'm sorry, uh, Terry Carmichael Jackson who came from the NCAA, her husband is a former player, but she's ama- this amazing dynamic attorney who also has amazing awesome. ideas. So I think that you're going to see it's going to be like reinvigorated, right?
1: Mm-hmm. That's dope. Top three players to ever play the game in order.
3: Now you know. Which, I can't talk about that. Now, now why you can't say <laughs> who you think are the best players? So it's like your children, right? You don't have favorites. When I go to a uh, game and this this is the truth. This is the truth. Any game that I go to, I'm not looking at the teams. I'm looking at the players, right? right? And I look at the kind of game that they have. Some guys depend doesn't matter where you are on the bench either, right? If you're in if you're on the floor there are, are nights where I can look at a game and it, I'll say, gosh, you know, this one had a good game. That one had a good game. The next night, it might be whoever and right. whoever. So it, it's, never, it's never really about a favorite to me. You know, I mean, there are guys that, I mean, I look, I loved watching Michael Jordan play.
1: Do you think Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time?
3: He's certainly up there. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Yo MJ, that might be the best I've ever. Got might my be the, that might he's be good. That might be
3: When we do the highlight sick. reel at
1: the end of the year, that will so that will be
0: the first question. He's
3: certainly, he's certainly, he's up, certainly
0: there. up there. Yeah. Do you have any I strong opinions about Space Jam Two?
3: Nope.
0: Yeah. None at all.
3: Do you have any other sh- than my kids liked it?
0: Okay, the,
1: the first one.
3: They're
1: do making you, a sequel though. No, they are. but I don't know if that's actually for sure. For sure. Right, but it's supposed to be LeBron James.
0: That's what. Yeah, that's what What I was getting at. Love LeBron.
1: LeBron. (laughs) We know. We know. I do. We know you love LeBron. I do. Mama
3: Chin. I love LeBron.
1: Kevin Durant's decision.
3: I thought it was awesome. What was wrong with it? I I didn't say nothing. Listen, I didn't say nothing was wrong with it. We're going to fight. Because I think (laughs) you're trying to make a... (laughs) I'm
1: asking you. I'm asking you your opinion. I'm not saying... No. no. I, I think Kevin's decision was great.
3: I think it was great. I think... You know, I think it's like anything else, right? You haven't... He was under contract. And he had an opportunity to do something else. He wanted to explore something else. Was it good for the game of basketball? You know, I think it was good for the game. Why? I do. Well, I think you you gotta mix it up a little bit. Like look at the kinda look at the kind of year that that Russell is having yep. on that team now. Yeah. And now he has an opportunity to really be the leader. So I think it's good. I mean I think there's nothing wrong with what he did. I saw Kevin um, last week actually, because we, we had a meeting with Golden State, and I asked him. I said, you know, how do you, how do you like it? He he is ecstatic. He's yeah. so happy. Yeah. So I think, and
1: he's one of the best dudes on the planet. Like, he's a
3: great dude. Th-
1: that dude deserves to be happy. Okay, he's so great. here's here's a question. Okay. And I think that we're gonna see the other side. Like our like my mother has definitely like screamed at some teachers for me. Like I I, I might have been wrong in the class, but the teacher said oh, something, most definitely. and I yeah. think we're about to get that side. Mm-hmm. When someone like Stephen A. Smith
2: mm-hmm. goes, who's a friend?
1: Who's a who, who's he's a he's a loved guy by by some, um, but when he criticizes Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. and like you said, that's your friend. Obviously, you have a uh, an an instinct on multiple levels to, I assume, to defend Kevin to make sure Kevin's all right. Where do you fall in that, and and do you do you pick up the phone and call Stephen A. Smith? Do you pick up the phone and call Kevin Durant? Do you completely stay out of it? Do you coach it, one? It,
3: it depends on how far it goes, right? So that went pretty far to me. Yeah, it it depends, but but just generally speaking, okay. It, yeah, it, it depends upon how far it goes. What I never like guys to do, players, I'm talking about, is get into this sort of pissing match right. with the media. Right. You know, I, I I always believe that you have to stay above the fray. Right. right. So if somebody wants to attack you, people attack people all the time. I'm sure people attack me about my work. I know they talk they about it. They right? better not after you come on so, this podcast. We got your back. So how we, we rolling, what, four deep? No, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, Let's so, go. go so, Luke is down too. Right. Let's go. The ABO <laughs> army.
2: So
0: what?
3: <laughs> <So>, uh, <laughs> but, but I think you have to look at, at every situation. You know, I think you do... I think you make a stronger hit when you just kind of don't even respond
1: right to it. what responsibility does Stephen A. Smith have in sense? like the media? is that well, his, I, is that his job to mm, antagonize?
3: I think that that's that might that's one of the personalities he's created for himself, right. But is
1: that, that right? I mean, I, I, well, I
3: never first of all, I never think it's right. So see, i I, I feel like this. I don't think that you should be hypercritical of another person unless you've walked in their shoes. Let's
1: go. Right?
3: So, so that's how I feel. You know Stephen A. Smith
1: can't ball. I know that's your friend, but you know he can't ball. So,
3: so that's how, how, but I'm players first all day, so we got to be clear about that, right? So, Mm -hmm. so, I mean, there, there are people in the media that, you know, I love and adore from Kenny to Charles to, you know, to Isaiah to Antonio, whoever you name, right? Right. Um, But
1: you think that it's different for Charles Barkley to criticize Another small forward, powerful, whatever, because he's played the game.
3: I think versus... it's a, a little different, but I, I think even in those situations, you have to have a little sensitivity, right? Because you have walked in those shoes, right? Right. So, so I I look at I look at things a little more intimately in that I look at what a player might be experiencing because I think you have to come to the court as a whole person, right? right. So if you're having if there's an issue in the locker room, if you know if maybe you're not feeling a hundred percent. You know, because you've been playing night after night. Or you're practicing. like a like a
0: like a college advisor for the league.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you're like, right. you know what I mean. Like yeah. that's just
0: it's so crazy that someone like you even exists in that. You know, you no, just don't some, picture I, that as like athletes having that kind of resource. It, it, I feel like you've talked about like uh, like how you talk to players when they're reacting to the league, when they're reacting to the media. Do you uh, give advice on like? Personal day-to-day life stuff, like relationship stuff, like what My, what happens there, and how do you approach that? Most
3: of what what I focus upon is off the court. Yeah, it's how you live off the court. So, players, I th- I think people often forget players are in an interesting situation. When I talk to them, I always say to them, when we talk, it's you and I. It's confidential. Number one, number two, I'm never doing the bobblehead thing because I'm because that doesn't help you mature, it doesn't help you develop, and you've got enough people doing that. Um and I don't need anything from you I get a check every two weeks comes in on time on right, Thursday let's go right, so, right, right. Uh, 401k <laughs> and, everything. and I'm not trying to get let's anything go. from you either <laughs> right yeah. Well that, and that, that's yeah. the point so I don't need a game ticket I don't need a flight Right. I don't need a bag you know like none of that so <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm but like, some folks yeah, right. <laughs> but would like a flight <laughs> ticket
0: and would like right. a bag which right. I'm sure you right. have mm. to sort of oh, be a resource for in some way I've seen
3: I've seen my share of it all yeah and so so, so it's the it's the one it, it's one relationship I know where, where it's one hundred like whatever we talk right. about it, it's real right. um, and they know that whatever I say to them whether they like it or not it's in their best interest that I'm not ever going to say anything that's going to hurt them mm-hmm. um, and sometimes they take it immediately sometimes like come on now you, you tripping but mm-hmm. they'll come back right, and then right, some guys right. and then some guys don't get it until much later. But I'm always standing right there when they come back.
0: Right. I I have a question that's, like, in this realm. Um, The, you know, the super just sort of, like, hammered, like, hacked, like, almost cliche idea of, like, the... Sort of like groupie or like the gold digger or whatever, right? That we see in the you know, like he got game and just like countless stories about like NBA players or athletes in general, whatever. Is that overwrought? Is that like exaggerated from your vantage point? Like, do you think that's oh, the, like a you the know? The
3: groupies. Let me tell you. Is something. that like it's something that
0: people are projecting, or do you group, see that? No no, you know? no, no, no,
3: no, no. It is not projected. <laughs> okay. These girls. <laughs> And these guys, because some of them are guys too, uh-huh. they are like groomed. It
1: is. Some of them are guys too. Is deep. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Some of them are guys too, right? Mm-hmm. Just I mean, guys. Are, there are some guys that are groupies, hangers-on, right, right. yes. trying to have yes. their own. Right. That's Just along for the along for the ride. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is sick to yeah. me. Yeah, But um, but the the women, I have to tell you, I I feel badly, and I always wonder who raised them. Damn. Um, and I feel sad because I imagine that some of them come from situations where maybe there was no example. Right. But wow. you know, when I when I see you show up in in seven inch heels and you know almost no clothing on, right, because you're trying to entice somebody because you're hoping that he'll get with you for the night, I'm like, oh, like yeah. you know, that, yeah. that's sad to me that you put yourself in that in that situation. Yeah. Um, but the, but some of the girls, I gotta tell you, like, so there's that there's that obvious extreme. But then there's there's the, the much more sophisticated extreme, right, where she's well-educated, she's, you know, she's cultured, she's mm-hmm. refined, mm-hmm. she's got great manners, she knows how to host, she knows how to speak, she, you know, all of that, um, and and she's, you know, maybe she's a professional of some sort, you know, or she's pursuing a career, but her check is never going to equal what his does. Mm-hmm. There are very, oh, I can't say never. There are a few examples where, you know, we, we've got some women out there in, in that arena that are, that are making great money, but it's not the norm. So I had, as an example, I was talking to a player one time, and, and we were having a, a discussion about relationships, and it was like my girl my girl makes paper I said really I said really, <laughs> I, said, really? <laughs> <laughs> I said I said so what does she do because he was very proud and I was happy for him and he said um, she sells she's a pharmaceutical salesperson right and I said really. And she did. She sold legitimate, not street drugs, but like yeah, I was
0: about drugs. to say, for right. that, <laughs> so,
3: that's no, conjuring no, a certain image, no. but she wasn't bagging trays. Yeah. She, was, like, she, <laughs> she was like a real. She was, you know, she was a professional. And uh-huh. I said, I said, look, that's really that's great, but don't be clouded because still, what she brings home after she gets commissions or whatever does not equal what you can provide. So you still. Have to be very careful
0: and you probably I mean you probably encounter you know such a widespread of personalities, like so many different kinds of people that just have this one thing in common and this incredible talent, but one dude might be completely equipped for certain elements yeah. that le- and, and one dude may completely not they're, be at all you know what I mean yeah, like they're, and
3: they're, they're all different I mean yeah. you know they're they're, they're all different and but the the one thing is that they're all targeted. Right. They're all, they're right, all targets. Right. And, and that, that always, when I see people going after athletes specifically as their clientele, I'm always bothered by that. Like, yeah. go mess with the stockbrokers. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, why yeah. like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. why the athletes? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, right. why are you so anxious and so excited ab- about that? Yeah. Because you think it's sexy or, yeah. you know, so you can say, this is my, you know, so-and-so is my client. I mean, yeah, all BS to me, I yeah. think, right. you know. I, but, I have,
0: but I have like a really this is a, a story you might find funny about that um I was last week we had uh one of our guests was this kid named OG B. Uh, uh he's a DJ mm-hmm. um and he really played good? yeah he's really really okay. good young really good yeah <laughs> that's a good question yeah, yeah yeah um it's the right question but right. uh but yeah and so he went to a night that he was playing one night and it happened to be the night of the draft um and so there were and it was at Barclays I believe mm-hmm. and Maybe I'm not going to get any of your players in trouble, but there were some players I was out celebrating that mm-hmm. night, and they had mm-hmm. the hats on. I know that you're referred to as the hat lady. You've given out the hats at the draft, which is probably the sickest job you could have. <laughs> that's
3: <laughs> like, so, that's it's amazing, so fun. That's amazing. You know yeah, what I mean? So um, but yeah, Realizing so, their dreams. That's what you yeah, want. Yeah, right. And so amazing. that was
0: that was what was so kind of crazy about this night was that I was so I had been like with him sort of just running around. like He had another gig before me, and then just sort of like this was his first night of the party that he does and so he was like kind of nervous about that or whatever and we're just like kicking it and after a certain point we kind of look around and we're like all right there are all these like tall ass dudes and tuxes and snapbacks and oh shit these are like kids that just got drafted they're about to go to the nba and so he's kind of processing that or whatever um and then this agent runs over and he's like yo man like I'm from CAA, and, like, this is, like, whoever, whoever that's over here at that table. And he really wants to hear, like, uh, like, skip it to flipper right now. Like, do you have that? Like, just the most ridiculous request for, like, a random song or whatever. And he's like, yo, like, yo, yo, I'll be the man if you play this, man. Like, please do me this favor and play this. And it was, like, this kind of energy of, like, the dude who was, like, this agent Real trying to, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And it was, like, I'm so just sort of uninitiated in the whole thing of, like, what's going on. But, like, I'm piecing this together, and I'm, like, oh, that's crazy that you're going to like they're all celebrating and there's like one dude over there whose life is really changed and then like a lot of people around him that are like you know like and it was just it was wild and like it was all it was like good in the end but that was like one little scene that I've seen of that of what you're talking about of like you know how people like who's there with you on that night which is the hugest night right, right. you know like
3: well it it's interesting and it's always interesting in terms of like who comes into their circle, how they mm-hmm. stay, CAA happens to be an, an awesome agency. Yeah, no, I'm sure. You know, I'm they've sure. got great yeah. leadership. Um, that you know, it may not have been an agent; it probably was.
1: Uh, yeah, that was an like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, right,
2: yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah,
1: I know
3: their agents, and yeah. none of them. Yeah, would yeah, have said yeah, that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, so, yeah. um but 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 you know, I mean, there are a lot of people who who you know try to validate themselves or get validated by what they can accomplish mm-hmm. and that helps them sort of stay on right right right, right that's to right. bring guy, something to he the can, yeah, he can yeah, get yeah. that done yeah,
2: yeah
3: um but you 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 really stay on when you can when you can have spinal fortitude right and tell the truth yeah
1: this week was the anniversary of the um malice at the palace is that what it's called? That was that was the rumble at the at the I, I remember know. it well. Yeah, where where you worked for the NBA at the time? I did. Where were you when that happened? And how it crazy was, a... was the damage control? Tramel? Oh, do you know do you man. know what we're talking about? So um, if, if you don't know what happened, um uh, Ron Artest was kind of the first one. Oh, he ran in the, the crowd? Shit, ran into the crowd oh, and yeah, then yeah, it was like i yeah, yeah. kind of a brawl. Uh-huh. Uh, right. That spilled into fans, and it was that would be
0: in like the Criterion collection of like ignorance. That would be no, no, Hall no, of Fame. Oh no, 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 yeah, no, There you go, get him get him no, get him no. get him All, <laughs> okay. All right, no, no, I'm sorry, Bobby i no. I'm sorry. As just as a young no. as, as a young buck just looking on the screen with no context, I was like, hell yeah, he just turned it up. No, 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 Let's go. I'm sorry. Okay.
3: No, like, no, no. Never mind. So there's a couple of things, and and I want you guys to think about it because it's real. Okay. This is what occurred. Something was thrown into his face, right or thrown on him. He didn't know what that was, whether it was water or some other substance. Right, right. and it was disrespect. Now we can we can all agree that he, you know, that he shouldn't have responded right. the way that he did, but again, he's only human. Right. Right. So think about it. Somebody throws something on you. I think you don't he know responded excellently. Well, <laughs> I, you know, it, 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 it caused the unfortunately he no, lost a lot of, course, of money as no, a result. Of it was, yeah. And, you know, he and other players, too. Um, but he responded as a human being because, I, you know, I said this to him directly. I, You know, I don't know what I would have done. Somebody threw something in my face. It's over. It's over. So right, Tim's and, on. and and Tim's and everything, and right. I and I'm much older than he is, right? right? right. And I would have and I would have responded. So
1: and I, you're like four ten. You're not really five foot, but I'm, yes,
3: look, I happen to be four eleven and three quarters. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> sure. Get it right. Five but I say foot. five feet. Yeah. Um. But but I mean, you know, that that was a trying time. It was bad for the sport. Um. I remember it. you asked me where I was. I was actually on my way out to dinner, um, and I stood outside. Was it a date? Of, uh, Dates ruined. No, no, it wasn't a date. Oh, okay. But but I stayed outside of the restaurant for two hours because I was on the phone wow. back and forth. Somebody that, you know, that... Um, a lot of people in our industry know uh Wes, Worldwide West. <laughs> Wes, <laughs> Wes, yeah, Wes, yeah, Wes, Wes. Legend, yeah. legend, yeah, yeah. legend. Yeah, legend. Yeah. And, OG OG West. Yeah, and, and Wes is amazing, but but Wes was inside. He and I were back and forth on the phone. I mean, we were he was trying to keep things calm. It was just it was chaos, right? Yeah. And it because people really didn't know or understand the particulars, this as a sport, we took a hit, right? Mm-hmm. We took a hit. Um, but you know, fans too, sometimes are out of control. I believe we love that, our yeah. fans. we cherish the fans, we understand how important they are. But you know, you can't just throw something in somebody's face right right you don't mm-hmm. You don't get to do that. you don't because you buy a ticket, you don't have a license um, exactly. to be disrespectful mm-hmm, exactly. um, mm-hmm. and so i'm I'm always a fan of get out. Mm-hmm. you know you have to throw things, you have to cuss, yeah. you have to yell obscenities at players. Get out. Yeah, we don't need you.
0: Yeah, right. Somebody
3: else waiting for your
2: seat.
0: Right. It's it's almost like uh you know I don't mean to be insulting in any way because you've been awesome this entire interview uh but like as a as a yeah, woman as, as no absolutely as 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 a woman who's like accomplished so much and achieved so much uh in this like quote unquote male dominated field or whatever where you even admit that entering it posed some difficulties or whatever like what um. I guess, like, what sort of insight have you gained or what, like, knowledge have you gained about, um, the either sort of, like, challenges or, like, unique advantages or adaptations or anything that you had as uh, a woman sort of, like, working in, working with NBA players and working in the NBA? You know what I mean? Like, what what lens has that given you?
3: I think... You know, you have to stay true to yourself. So I didn't, I didn't change mm-hmm. who I was. I didn't compromise anything mm-hmm. um, coming in. I, you know, I demand and command respect right. at all times. And at all times. And so, and players got that, you know, and they understood that. They respected that.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, I called things how I saw them, and I felt like, as you know, as my career evolved, and as I quote unquote climbed the ladder. That just didn't that didn't change, you know. If I if I wasn't down with something, I wasn't down with it. Period.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah, 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 um, yeah.
3: And I've never been afraid, you know. I, I was raised a certain way, and I also have certain beliefs. Most people that know me know I'm a Nichiren Shoshu Buddhist. I've been that for thirty some odd years, and so yeah. I'm guided by my spirituality and 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 by doing what I think is best and what is right at all times. Mm-hmm.
2: And so you're dope. You know,
3: if it <laughs> that
2: was.
0: That's crazy. If,
3: if it if it means that I don't fit, then I can tell my story walking. You know, and right. I can go somewhere else because somebody right. somewhere will want me.
0: So that so I guess that uh, that, did that I, answer. That that? I, no, no, absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, what I kind of glean from it is like that. I that concept of like this is harder for me because I'm a woman mattered less the longer you did it.
3: Yeah, well, it it mattered less because I I think you know. You gotta be about what you're about, right? Yeah. And so I bring to the table what I what I bring regardless of my gender.
2: Right. Right. So right. there right. so I'm gonna I mean, right. we're
3: gonna keep it one hundred. There were meetings that I was closed out of, there were things that I was denied, but um there's a a, a older player who, who likes to tell the story about me. Because I was in his group at one point. And, you know, they would have the closed door meetings because they didn't really want me in because I was a woman and Mm -hmm. all that nonsense. And I was the first woman in a managerial position to be in their group and (laughs) all of that. But they would close the door and I would. (laughs) And, and, And I would say, are you are you all talking about something to do with this department? Yeah. And so he would laugh. Say, yeah, Mama, come on in. Yeah. And he would, you know, and we, we would laugh, but we had a very serious conversation. It's like, look, I know you didn't want me in your group. I got it, but I'm here to work. Right. And so I'm here either, to right. So yeah. either we can duke it out in the hallway, right. Or you can you're let, me let me fight me in, on your behalf. You know, and let yeah. me fight in it. If I do something wrong, then correct me. But don't count me out before you count me in. Absolutely. You know, you know? Yeah. So.
0: Definitely. The door's always, always open right. for you here at Rich Friend. Listen, this so was probably the sickest.
2: You, <laughs> said, you, you said
1: your top three players are Kobe, Jordan, and Wilt. <laughs> That's cool. <what laughs>
2: I
0: did that. not but say I that. To
1: ask you, oh, you didn't say that. I did not. I didn't give you a top three. <laughs> oh, I thought you said that. I thought no. I heard that. Maybe. I thought I heard that. Maybe. No. Maybe. I was just going to ask why LeBron wasn't in your top three.
3: No. Because LeBron, look, I got a picture.
1: Oh, because sure. LeBron. So yeah. LeBron isn't in your top three.
3: I, I
0: smell a stunt coming. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I
1: feel like she, she's going to pull LeBron James out of her pocket. <laughs>
0: no. It's funny you should mention yeah. him. because uh, yeah. he just walks in. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
3: yeah. Let me tell you something.
0: Yo. My players, hey, yo. Oh, man. all of
3: them, past and present, uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. are in my heart. Yeah. LeBron Bro. is one of them.
0: Hell
1: yeah. Yeah, but is he in the top three of all time?
3: <laughs> yeah. Um,.
1: Oh, he, man. he probably
3: would be a top three, a, pop, a top three-z. Yeah. Top
1: okay. Threezy. Okay. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Yeah. Probably. Okay. So Jordan top three. So threezy. Jordan is up there. Yeah. Now Jordan's top three. And LeBron is okay. So who's your third spot? Three. Come on.
3: Okay. Check this out. We're gonna get off that I'm subject. Describe, <laughs> I'm look <gonna> at LeBron. <laughs> look at LeBron at the rookie here's transition di- program. Here's,
0: here's a diversion, real quick. Here's <laughs> a distraction. So she
1: has a she has a photo here. I'm gonna describe it for the people. Yeah. LeBron James looking extremely young.
3: It was his uh, rookie year at the rookie transition
1: program. His hairline looks very healthy.
3: <laughs> you leave that baby alone. He's focused.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's young LeBron. His ears glistening. Legend. On a, on a what is that, a Gateway laptop? Adele? Probably this was Adele because it was yeah. when he
3: came in 2000. That is
0: Adele was a sponsor, right?
3: No. Wow. They weren't a sponsor. They
0: weren't a
1: sponsor. <laughs> um, awesome. Listen, thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate you, it. You are amazing. Yeah, you are this is really, really sick. Yeah, this is super super um, interesting. You are exactly why we wanted to do a podcast because people like you absolutely should be very very famous. We are not going to make you famous, but you know we got to talk to
0: you. <laughs> it's a step, and that's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a small step. Hell yeah! So and we you may guys need are some. We may need and some. Come to the game? Yeah. You guys yeah, coming? Yeah, yeah. hey, Whatever. Let me know. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm totally convinced. Sports is fucking awesome. Give them all the money. <laughs> <laughs> fucking players are the shit. I'm Yay. sold, yo. This is all it took. All yeah. it took. We converted him. We got him. You. him. I've been trying to do I've
1: been working with this man for you
3: <laughs> months
1: now.
0: I
3: heard some of that stuff know. you said. Oh, yeah. no,
0: I take it all back. I take it all back. Hell all yeah. Right, so Thank we're going go so to go to a basketball Seriously. game yeah, And we'll
1: holler at y'all later. Hell yeah. Uh, Great. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Peace. Rich Friend, The Elevated Conversation is a loudspeaker network production. Our producer is Matt Raz. Our editor is Tim Einenkel. Our executive producer is Chris Morrow. The views, opinions, and hilarious jokes expressed on this podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests featured on the program and do not necessarily reflect